What's up, everybody? It's Original Dab Bros here from the Dab Bros Podcast. Shout out. We start in Season 3 with the Smoke Currency Tour. Shout out to Santa Cana, a.k.a. Puro Pinche Markets. Shout out to Rob's Fault. Shout out to all our whole crew. Much love to them. Shout out to I Am Thunder Walker. Thank you for allowing us to do the interview. We'll start Season 3 with the Smoke Currency Tour. This is the main pod with Chef Kush. And Rob's fault in the smoke currency. So let's get this shit going. Let's start the show. You can catch our live video pod on our YouTube at Original Dab Bros. Follow and subscribe. Much love to everybody. DB for real. I'm our Live Oak area um, and uh, grew up here. Uh, made my mistakes here. Uh, became a man here and uh, finding my way here. Um, so when it comes to San Antonio cannabis, uh, San Antonio is not with the rest of the state of Texas. Uh, we are far behind the state of Texas uh, as a whole. You know, when we're talking uh, cannabis, uh, whether it's CBD, underground, uh, whatever it is, we are far behind cities like Houston, Austin, uh, even El Paso is starting to blow up a lot faster than us. Um, but they also have the bigger names. You know, San Antonio doesn't have the bigger names. Um, so, you know, for us, it's about working hard and remembering uh, who taught us to work hard. Uh, I believe when I first spoke with uh, Candy, uh, you know, I mentioned my grandmother who's still out there selling flowers and tamales, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the upbringings that taught us to, uh, you know, work the way that we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my mother being an immigrant and, uh, you know, uh, everything that she's done for uh, my family, uh, getting her citizenship, serving in the army, being a yellow rose of Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, those are the, uh, the things that have uh, taught us to work hard here in San Antonio, that's uh, where we do and uh, what pushes us. Absolutely. I like how you said you make your mistakes here, you know, all of those different things growing up. And as we look back um, at our lives right now in this living moment, we're able to see just how important all of those mistakes were because i think it landed us to where we are right now today 100 absolutely i can remember getting in trouble for a lot of stuff uh <laughs> that had to do with this plant and so um i was a, a kid uh during the war on drugs whole thing the red pen and you wear your red socks and Say all no of to that dope. yeah no to dope this is your brain dare on drugs yeah. yeah dare <laughs> yeah. the dare program yes and so all of the things that we challenged ourselves with during that time brought us all together. And that's something that's a common thread with all of us. Absolutely. I know when I interviewed Rob and we picked the state to be the finale and so forth, he, he the culture was there, you know, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. him speaking about his grandmother. And I, I felt, you know, Texas is doing it the right way. You know, they're representing our culture. Mm-hmm. So definitely wanted to make sure that we spotlighted that, especially with Texas being where we're at now. You know, we're doing things right and we're, we're getting it. Mm-hmm. The flavor. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> the one thing that I can say about Texas is that uh, the way we're consuming cannabis, mm-hmm. we're, you're getting a chance to try everything in different ways. Right. And uh, the micro I think we really got the micro dosing down. And I, I'm excited about that because I've visited certain places and they have no idea about microdosing. It's just here it is flat out. And, it, and <laughs> right. it, it'll end up sometimes having you on your back if you're not prepared for it. But I love the fact that when I got here, even today, 
uh, the drinks. They were showing me how I could just try a little bit of this, a splash of that, and really get a chance to taste everything, but not be so overwhelmed and understanding what that that's like as far as your body and what's needed. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so Texas is doing uh, the whole edible industry a little differently. Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of states, they have uh, like packaging limits. And so mm -hmm. you can only fit so many milligrams in the package to get out the door. Um, Texas is a, a by-weight dry basis. So we can have up to 0.3% uh, Delta 9 THC in our edibles. So that basically means if you make uh, an edible 100 grams, you can have 300 milligrams of THC in that edible. So, whereas other states are 100 milligrams, I can have a product that's 300, and that's still compliant. Uh, so, that's Texas is doing something a little different as far as the way that we get the medicine to the people and how we put the products out. Um, uh, kind of allowing more freedom mm -hmm. to, to kind of basically the public without having to go through and get a prescription, without having to go to a doctor. But if you know the places, if you know the companies and the people that are really putting the heart and soul into the work and doing it the best that they can, you can absolutely get those medicines. Absolutely. I agree. And uh, for those of y'all who don't know, that is John, Chef Kush <laughs> from All Dang Creations, uh, Master Chef, uh, mastermind behind a lot of ingredients from All Dang Creations. Thank you, Rob. Sorry. <laughs> Terrible with introductions. Absolutely. And what's so wild about um, the things that you're creating you're, you're creating with different textures and taste, um, not just about getting the high. The high is there, of course, and the medicine is, is, is making changes, but the, I was very impressed with the different textures and, and the different colors. Uh, it didn't seem like I was just seeing a whole bunch of artificial stuff. I saw right. a lot of organic things in, in what you were creating. Yes, thank you. That's, that's part of the whole, the whole ideal very mm -hmm. principally to kind of do things as organic and as close to natural as possible that we can do. Um, keeping all the artificials and synthetics out of our body because um, I, I know for me I was a, an ADHD kid and if I had a, a red or a purple popsicle mm -hmm. growing up I was bouncing off the walls for six hours. Mm -hmm. So artificial dyes had, had a pretty big impact on my life and so when I decided to start making these products I knew from the get-go, I didn't want to be using those products. This was something we were trying to create higher quality to give uh, a better medicine to the people. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, for me, I, I have to go back to the seltzers and all the new products that are coming out on the line. Um, it, it's an opportunity right now to create what you want to create. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing that's holding you back in the state of Texas. If you decide that you want to be a product developer or if you want to white label something uh, in this state. So uh, tell me a little bit more about that. If, if someone wanted to come in and white label flour, white label pre-rolls or, or even uh, edibles, how, how would that work? So for the, the edibles market, it's it's actually pretty easy to get in, even if you wanted to become a manufacturer. Um, it's, oh, wow. it's, the license to become a manufacturer is only 150 bucks. Um, so it's very low entry fee. Um, if you wanted to start white labeling and have somebody manufacture, then you can say you own a store and you want to put your store's label on it and put those into your individual packaging. That's a, they call that a retailer's license and that's $100. So again, very, very low entry fee to get into the game. Um, there's not a whole lot of uh, 
regulatory body, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, at the moment to kind of police this. Um, so there are a lot of people out there that are just in it to win it, going out there and getting the best product that they can find for the cheapest that they can get it for. And um, unfortunately, we see a lot of that on the streets. There's there's a lot of gas stations pushing edibles, you know, head shops pushing edibles that, you know, that's kind of the unfortunate side of the Texas industry mm-hmm. is there's that lack of regulation. Um, and it is very low entry to get in. So there's no policing body to govern that is is definitely where where i've met people as traveling from state to state is where would you like to where would you buy your grandmother's medicine exactly convenience (laughs) store or you know a Mm -hmm. well-known you know well wellness center or a well-known reputable brand so definitely you know i always think of our loved ones you know where would you buy their their product exactly absolutely absolutely no uh me and john we've done that in the past when we've done tiktoks and asked each other Hey, uh, what are your red flags for purchasing cannabis? Mm-hmm. You know, what are, if someone asks you, uh, you know, what should I not do? Um, we've had those conversations. You know, my biggest thing is always, you know, if they can't show me, or if I look at the package and there isn't a QR code, that's a big red flag. And then if there is, and I scan it and it sends you to some contest win or right. something, mm-hmm. a lot of them at these uh, gas stations, it's just the QR code sends you to a contest, uh, you yeah. know, spin the wheel, and it's like, what what kind of stuff is that and i've had so many friends they'll go to smoke shops and they'll be like man i had this gummy and you know it messed me up blah 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 and i'm like well why'd you go to them you know i, I always tell you all smoke shops right there if they don't want to explain what they have and you know most of them not all of them but most of them are in it just for the finances and what mm-hmm. they'll get back from it uh so it's really hard you know to for a lot of us that want to do it the right way to be able to push the products the right way uh, for those things. Well, you know, speaking about the platform that we currently have in the state of Texas and the entry level being as low as it is, absolutely there's going to be some bad actors out there. But what I'm excited about, too, is the fact that this allows for an even playing field for all people to come on board and start their own product if they're interested in doing that and doing the research to find the best uh, products and how to, to set yourself up as a business partner and making sure that you adapt to the culture in a way that the culture is there for you and that's what i love about texas is that we are willing to work with people uh to make sure that they are getting where they're supposed to go i don't think we're afraid of competition we actually want good healthy competition because if the um if the product base that we are are creating throughout whether it's my friends or or myself i want to make sure that we all represent our product base the best way and so that's where we come into self-regulation and the education of the plant and so I love the fact that you guys have done TikToks and things like that you're always going to have some of the people out there that's not necessarily doing the right thing uh, I see that all the time in uh, grocery stores you see that all the time in, in uh, car lots there, there's always going to be that bad apple that kind of pushes the envelope but it takes us coming together and making sure that we have medicine that we can be proud of for our family uh, especially if you have someone that like myself my daughter's disabled uh, my father passed away of cancer and so being able to 
to get my family to understand what CBD and THC really means for us um, and get the person that's standing back with their arms folded thinking, oh my God, why is she once again talking about CBD at the Christmas table? Uh, <laughs> you know, you just kind of have to still Our stay. Passion. Yeah, you still got to <laughs> stay on it because if not, uh, the message gets lost. The message gets lost when people drive into a, a service station and no one knows what's on the counter. They're just picking something up and they have a bad experience. And mm -hmm. so the message gets lost. So that's why we talk about it time and time again. Over and over. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it can just be something that you understand. It's out there. It's available. And it's a product that will, will help you reevaluate and elevate your lifestyle. And so that's what's so important. I think that this whole stance is in coming to San Antonio. So, so with that message being lost, another thing we always get is uh, you can do your best to uh, tell, tell people, hey, you know, when you try this gummy, take a quarter of it, start with a quarter of Ooh, it, you know, start, start small, start off with this. And then they get home and they don't listen to anything you said. Then they contact you and they're like, oh, I was messed up. Yeah. I, you know, that gummy did this and that. Well, what did you do? Well, I had the whole thing. Well, what did I tell you to do? Mm -hmm. You know, and you know they get, they'll get upset or they'll say something. It's like, you gotta listen to instructions, man. Like, I'm not telling you this because I think you're weak. I'm telling you this to make sure that you're taken care of properly. Absolutely. I think the next product I want to come out with, I think it needs to come out with a baby knife. The little baby knife comes in the package so you can remember, cut that thing four, six ways, something, because they don't listen. Yeah. yeah. Rob, they do not listen. They come, and, and matter of fact, they may pop it in their mouth before they even get home. So by the time they arrive home, yeah. they're just like mm -hmm. already high. Mm -hmm. Frozen. Yeah. yeah. I've had grown men like that. They're like, oh, I was a smoker for so long. Like edibles are not the same. They're not. Cut it, you know, do a quarter to start. And yeah. mm -hmm. then they come back and it's like, well, the quarter didn't work. I, I said, give it up to three hours. Like, <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know? And uh, that's always the thing. I said, look, if it doesn't hit. Do not take more. Right. Wait till the next day and try a higher dose. Uh, but do not try to take more right away. It, that's you're gonna mess yourself up. Yeah. And, you know they don't listen. And, and oh, no. <laughs> at least we told you, you can go on from there. Especially yeah. when they taste really, really good. Recently, oh, yeah. I had someone call the <laughs> store and they were like. Uh, this isn't working. Do you think I should bring it back? I said, do not get into your car because <laughs> you don't know if it's working yet. As soon right. as you turn that corner, it might pop off and, and start working. Mm. So just wait till tomorrow. And we'll talk about it. Let's see. Yeah. And it's different for everyone. You know, mm -hmm. Everyone uh, has a different endocannabinoid system. So mm -hmm. definitely agree. Start Absolutely. slow and, and give it time to work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So. Um. As we, uh, you know, we get into this uh, discussion panel, uh, I'd like, John, Chef Cushman, I'd like you to share with everyone what brought you, your history and what brought you into cannabis. Oh, yeah. Sure, man. Um, cannabis has uh, kind of came into my life uh, like most every other peop uh, <laughs> people in our age at that time. Um, you know, my brother was five years older than me and he was a teenager and in high school and it was part of the culture and he introduced it to me and uh, at first I didn't really I didn't really get it mm -hmm. I didn't see the appeal um, and I gave it some time I tried again the next day and um, I felt it and it was like the medicine was working like I was telling y'all earlier 
Um, I was an ADHD kid, so um, being on Ritalin and Adderall and all that stuff for a long time kind of messes with your brain chemistry. And when that medicine f like actually hit and I felt it, it was like, oh, this is what the brain's supposed to feel like. This is how mm -hmm. thoughts are supposed to like normally perpetuate. And from that moment on, I kind of knew like, all right, this is a good tool. This is, there's, there's a lot of utility here. It's, there's a lot of benefit. Um, and I, I kind of kept it to myself and because uh, there's obviously being in Texas a ton of stigma with that, you know, being a teenager and, uh, you know, just like most of us got in a lot of trouble in, in high school and uh, even as an adult uh, with the law, just trying to get our medicines. Yeah. Uh, so we've gone through that. But the main thing that really kind of drew me into making edibles was that um, I was tired of the lack of consistency, lack of quality uh, that was available, that was out on the market, that was out on the streets or being sold in stores. Um, and I wanted to create something that could be reliable, consistent, and you know available to the people for a, a decent price. Mm -hmm. um, one of the biggest things that's been a, a, a driving factor for me has been my father. Uh, he, he's got... Um, degenerative dis disc disease mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so that's been a really long road of multiple uh, surgeries and operations and it's just a it seems to be like a never-ending cycle and so my father's been on opiates for a really long time so one of the biggest things that I've wanted to do was get him off of that with cannabis mm -hmm. and um, this year finally his his doctor um, you know with with the whole national program everybody getting off of methadone mm -hmm. um, all the doctors are trying to down-regulate these opiates, um, his doctor finally agreed to give him a prescription to get into the Texas Compassionate Use Program. So after all these years, my father is finally able to consume my edibles now legally mm -hmm. without fear of losing that other prescription, without fear of, you know, losing the way of life that he's been adjusted to for so long. Um, so that's kind of like, it's, it's the big passion of knowing that there's another option. You don't have to be addicted to, to opiates to, to be able to function, to be able to get through your life, to get through your day. You know, there's plant medicines are so much better. There's so much healthier options for you. Um, and that's, that's really been my biggest, biggest driving factor that kind of, when I'm laying awake at night, like, man, what am I doing this for? It's like, it's for the people. Absolutely. It's for the people that, that maybe they don't know. Maybe they've never seen it. Maybe, maybe they've been stuck with a ton of misinformation like uh, most of the Texans have been most of their life and that's that's part of the big drive is breaking that stigma and educating the community yeah absolutely um with his story what brought y'all to start the uh smoke currency tour well you know for me I was traveling across the country uh, speaking at different events and I saw a lot of wonderful people people meaning well everything uh, great things happening in different states but once we left the state no one was communicating with each other nothing it just was silent after that yeah. and what I realized was that because we weren't talking to each other we didn't have the connection of being able to represent each other give each other strength uh, everything that was going right in one state we could learn from that uh, in another state and why reinvent the wheel 
And so I wanted to start the Smoke Currency Tours just so we could have a conversation and tying all the states together and understanding that we were not alone. We're not the first. Uh, we have the ability to learn from each other without being afraid. And eventually, I truly believe that uh, as we tie all the states together with a green thread, uh, time will catch up, legislation will catch up, and you will find that uh, I'm going to say probably 90% of the country will move toward the wellness of this plant as the country decides to um, either uh, make this plant legal or stop prosecuting people for using the plant. And so uh, that's a huge passion of mine. And so I wanted to make sure that we could talk to each other. And that's what the Smoke Currency Tour does. It allows people that may never use the plant, but they can go behind the scenes and see that this is an actual art, this is an actual science. Uh, the people that are creating all of these wonderful products, they are human beings that have the uh, intelligence to create these products and that it's not some secret, you know what I mean? And then removing the stigma. So all of those things were the reasons why we came up with the Smoke Currency Tour. And I just happened to uh, start talking to Candy about it and other individuals about the tour and people just came on board. And as they came on board, uh, we were able to just branch out and, and kick off in the state of Michigan. Michigan was seed to sale. Then we went to New Jersey. New Jersey was uh, legacy to legal. In that state, it was really, really cool because we were, shout out to the library, we were um, able to go and stand on the actual corners where people were selling cannabis in the black market. And those same people had applied for licenses and, and got approved, and now they are opening their stores. Yeah. And so being able to tell their stories, being able to go into uh, labs and tell how uh, the certificate of analysis happens within the cannabis industry and all the science of cannabis. So there's so many different things that people don't understand. They think you plant a seed and this seed pops up and then you actually sell the flower. There's so much more to it. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to show it. I wanted to show the world. And so that's why um, the Smoke Currency Tour came about. We're changing lives. I really am excited about it. We're actually starting to talk about pediatric cannabis. Um, that is a, uh, a silent word almost out there. People don't want to talk about pediatric cannabis, but yet and still across the country, there are a lot of children that use this cannabis for their medicine. And I think they deserve the right not only to talk about it, but to have their own specific medicine. There's uh, pediatric toothpaste, there's pediatric uh, medicines out there, mouthwash, uh, soaps, all types of things for children why not pediatric cannabis uh, instead of parents trying to go home and play a compound pharmacist to create medicine for their kids that may have epilepsy or autism. So there's so many different places that we can start um, to have the conversation, but nothing was happening across state lines, and I wanted it to happen across state lines. And then one of my final things is just how many people that are still incarcerated. And when we think about the people that are incarcerated based off of cannabis and the plant, we always think of men, and there's nothing wrong with that. Those people should be released. But there's a ton of women that are out there that have lost their uh, years of being able to raise their children or even to have children uh, they've been setting in a sale based off of a plant based off of some of them didn't even sell the plant some of them just happened to deposit money 
uh, from their significant other into their account and got seven to ten years just for making a deposit into their account. And so all of those reasons, I said, I want to stop what I'm doing and go coast to coast and highlight the people that are in this industry and let's shine a light on what we need to change and make better. Nice, nice. Uh, and Candy, um, can you tell us a little bit about Courage and Cannabis and what brought you to the Smoke Currency Tour? So Courage and Cannabis is an anthology. Book one has... Book one has 18 authors, and then book two has 39 authors. And we all came together and shared our stories, uh, making sure that the medical story was not forgotten. A lot of states have gone recreational, and patients seem to be set aside. We need to make Mm -hmm. sure that, you know, people still know that, like, you know, opiates and so forth is, we've got other, other remedies to use, and... Actually, we want to make sure that cannabis isn't our last resort, as it was for so many of us that have struggled. Um, so what we do is we, we make sure people are able to share their stories, whether it's a pediatric, an entrepreneur, a legacy story. Uh, we have physicians, uh, attorneys, pediatric stories. And we, it's like chicken soup for the soul, but cannabis for the soul. Mm-hmm. So we, as we've traveled with the Smoke Currency Tour, Uh, We spotlighted the book, and we also are making sure that we take a list of new authors for book, the series. So we're always open to hear other stories and make sure that we share them with, you know, on a national level. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got um, authors from all over, uh, all the way up to Canada, and uh, we did get number one bestseller, book one, and then book two as well. So we were able to, to... share their stories and I mean they're all all sorts of stories mm-hmm. and then uh, I met Thunder along along the way <laughs> and I interviewed her because we definitely want to get her daughter's story in in our book and that's how we started yeah pistol is the start to everything <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well uh before we uh get into interviewing a lot of our team members mm-hmm. John, Chef Kush, is there any sort of knowledge or anything you want to share uh, that you think is important for people to hear uh, that they haven't yet I, or I, might not have? I think I might I might have a heavy bomb to drop, dude. <laughs> drop uh, it. Yes. Yeah, so there's one thing the Texas hemp industry is doing that I'm really, I'm not with it. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Um, THCA flower. Uh, this is this is a thing that's being sold in gas stations, head shops, CBD stores. Um, I'm not gonna go too too heavy into the details. My understanding and, and in my experience is that this is um, it's either cannabis that's harvested early, it's immature, or it's premium hemp flour that's rolled in isolates. Um, the issue I have with this is that this is. This is the carrot on the stick. We're accepting that carrot instead of kicking that stick and going and grabbing the bushel for ourselves. Mm-hmm. This is this is the diet cannabis that is not it's not the real deal. It's not as clean. A lot of these things you don't have labs, there's no certificate of analysis. You can't track seed to sale. There's no um, you know, and we don't have that governing body to regulate this either, unfortunately. 
with the Texas hemp industry, it's very specific that we're not allowed to manufacture smokable products within the state. So that kind of puts an ironclad boot down on us being able to sell our own flour. If we're growing here, we should be able to process it and use that as well. But for whatever reason, the law states very specifically that we cannot process or manufacture smokable in the state. So that means that all the flour that you're buying in the state is coming from elsewhere, <laughs> which, okay, that's cool. You know, I'm all for that, but we need to know that there's a, a consistent quality across the board. And that's my issue is I, I have people calling me up and telling me, yo, I got this flour at this head shop and I smoked a bowl and I was sick, like praying to the toilet gods for four hours, room spinning, puking my guts out and then hung over for several days later. That's my issue with this is this is we're, we're accepting a THCA carrot when we should be pushing for the full plant. We should just have smokable cannabis. Um, that's that's my that's my big, that's my biggest uh, thing I wanted to get out. Appreciate you, brother. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you. Appreciate um, you guys. At this time, we're gonna go ahead and start bringing some of our team members up uh, and hearing about their stories and why uh, they uh, got into cannabis and um, also some of our special guest performers tonight as well and uh, what cannabis means to them. Awesome. Thank awesome. you. Appreciate and you, brother. Thank you so much yeah, for you your hard work. Thank yes, you. and having us here. Absolutely. I'm so glad y'all were able to make it out here. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. Good. Good. Good.